This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hi, Ellis Pod fans. It's JR here. Burt's Babes, Hoddle's Heroes, even Decanio's Dozens. We've had some iconic lineups in our history at Swindon, just like the legendary menu at McDonald's. Parkin' or Austin, sweet curry or barbecue? Why not get a McNugget share box to enjoy the debates with your mates? And thanks to book delivery, every drop-off could be a home win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points too. No one wants to drop points at home, and with tasty rewards to earn, you won't be missing out. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's Swindon Town. Hello, Ryan. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another Monday presser. Is it a good morning? The club have tried this with me today, saying happy Monday, hope it's a good one. I, I don't quite see it in terms of football. It was quite a body blow in, in terms of the information we were given today. Yeah, it was It was a good morning until we got into the Zoom call at 8.25. Um, apart from that, it was great. But yeah, then it slowly, quick, well, I said slowly went down. It quickly went downhill with the information we received. Yeah, well, it was a great weekend for Swindon. 2-1 win away from home against Bradford City. Brilliant. The return of Jack Payne, which was the first question asked. So, so good to see him back. It was brilliant, wasn't it, to, to see Jack Payne back? More impressive is that he returned with a goal. Um, what an important goal that maybe turned out to be in the end of the season, that late penalty. Ben Garner, delighted to see him back. Very professional. Uh very dedicated to the game, and he also gave us a bit of information that he he's regularly practices penalties in that situation. Um, and there's no one better that you'd rather have, and he certainly showed it, hasn't it, this season? He scored quite a few crucial goals from the spot. How do you practice a last kick of the game penalty? Uh, you can replicate that pressure, I don't think. I think it's just muscle memory, isn't it? A lot of yeah. it's just over and over and over again. Once your foot kind of knows exactly where it's put in that ball. Uh, regardless of the pressure, I'm sure it help, It doesn't help. But, you know, when you put in that much practice, Jack Payne certainly never looks too bothered, does he? 
No, he does not. And whatever he is doing, he can keep doing it as far as that's concerned. That's until for sure. Gets, okay, until then. we get to the playoff final and then it's the winning penalty at the end and, and Jack, Jack Payne somehow misses it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it right now because that's not where... No, stop. I'm not having this. Okay, let's, let's move swiftly on to the big news yeah. of the presser. We'll probably bring your audio in a bit earlier, but let's, let's go with what we know. So over the weekend, we knew Joe Tomlinson pulled out just before the game started with Akin Odomeo coming in. He had a groin injury, Joe Tomlinson, and we have now been told that he will be out for a few weeks, which... In terms of Bengana, that sort of time scale is quite rare for him because normally he doesn't like to label such things, but he did this time. But the bit that surprised us all was that Brandon Cooper, who's been so, so good for Swindon, as has Joe Tomlinson, is probably out for the rest of the season with an injury sustained at the very start of the Bradford game, played through first tackle. And we also know Akin Odomeo got injured too. Shall we play your, your questions first and foremost? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's, let's hear those. Um, yeah, sorry, Ben. Uh, but there's any kind of warning signs with, it, with those injuries or was it just kind of like freak incidents that happened on the day? Yeah, no warning signs at all. Um, Joe literally did it in the warm-up, struck a ball, felt his groin. Um, yeah, no warning signs, a trained final week. Um, and, and Brandon was just a, an impact in the game. It, it, you know, we've been so we were so unfortunate in recent weeks with um, with incidents that are just impacts in game or incidents. Um, you know, Jordan Lydon, Louis Barry, now Brandon Cooper, even Jack Payne. Um, they're not things you can prepare for or, or avoid. They're just natural occurrences within the game and, and, a, and a bit of bad luck. So. Um, we've still had minimal soft tissue injuries this season, which are the ones that we think we can control mm-hmm. um, from, a, from a preparation point of view, from a sports science, from a medical perspective. Um, so it's um, it's disappointing. Um, as I said, more so for the players. My, my first reaction is always for them as, as, as people. Um, but we do everything we can to support them on and off the pitch um, and, and get them both back playing as quickly as possible. And just kind of on that, they are two key players. Um, do you have like always a plan B in mind or is it you just kind of have to react to the situation as and when it happens? A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I'm honest, you've always got an eye on the squad as a whole and um, how we think we can play in certain situations and if player A is missing, what would we do, etc. Um, but then you're doing that loosely because you've got, you've got to react to what happens. Um, you don't know what's around the corner and um, you've got to have that flexibility uh, to be able to do that. Um, but I always think it comes down now to, to hard work, to putting ideas and a plan in place and then working as hard as possible in preparation. Uh, and finally, we're, you know, we're all very kind of serious a lot of the time, but you are in a playoff race. It, it is football. It is fun. How much you actually enjoy in this sense of the season? Because it's going to be tight, but it, it's certainly a place you probably didn't think you'd be in. Yeah, it's, it's been an enjoyable season. It's um, it, It's been challenging. It's been hard work for, for everyone. So um, I think you do enjoy it along the way, but probably will enjoy it more in hindsight if we, we are to be successful. Um, and yeah, we, we, need to, we need to enjoy it. That's why we're all in the game. Um, yes, it's not profession, but we're all in this game because we love it. And um, 
you know, along the way on the journey and days like Saturday when we're, you know, celebrating in front of those supporters, you have to enjoy that. You know, they're, they're great, great moments. So um, you have to keep enjoying it. We have to keep working hard. Um, we'll stay positive. Uh, and like I say, we're going to give absolutely everything as a group until the last kick of this season. Brilliant. Thank you, Ben. Good luck tomorrow. Right then. So let's focus on, of course, there is a question nearer to the end there where it's not related to the injuries. So by my working out at the moment, in terms of fitness, we have Rob Hunt. We have, we don't know about Akin Odomeo. Am I right in saying that no update was provided on him? There was no update. So I'm I'm cautiously maybe optimistic that it's not as bad as first feared and, and he, he'll be available. Yeah. Ellis Iandolo's midfield adventure could potentially be ended by by the injuries because he could go back if, if they needed to. We've got Jake O'Brien and we've got Matthew Baldry. We also have Dion Conroy. Now, just... Yesterday, we were talking on the pod that we feared or we wondered whether that was it for Dion, because we know through quotes in the presser that he is fully fit, but he wasn't even on the bench. We might be making stuff up, you know, he might just, you know, they might just not be ready yet, or he hasn't been doing the biz in in training, we don't know. But do you bring him straight back into the squad? Well... It's a tough one, isn't it? I don't think Ben Garner, as you heard there in my questions, the plan B, you you have a loose plan B that you work through and you think, okay, if that player's injured, will someone else come back? Who will come in for him and how will we play? But when you have kind of two massive injuries to two key players, it kind of throws things up in the air a little bit, doesn't it? And Of course, Matthew Baudry actually got a bit of game time the other day um, against Bradford. That was good to see. Um, so I think really, if you're going to be bringing anyone in to that centre-back partnership, it might actually be Baudry ahead of Conroy if Conroy's not even making the bench. Mm. Very, very good, very, very difficult situation for Ben Garner to work with. But yeah, it's it's just so frustrating, isn't it? You know, two big players, they, they've came on loan and brilliant, both of them. And, and now we're in a situation whereby it looks like, as you mentioned, Andalo, his midfield ventures will come to an end. And It'll be O'Brien alongside somebody with possibly Odomeo in centre-back, possibly Baudry, possibly Pomroy, but I don't know. Got some working yeah. out to do. Well, it could be a very 2019-2020 E-I-E-I-E-I-O back four because you could we could find ourselves with Hunt, Iandolo, Baudry and Conroy. Um, I suspect you're right, Baudry will be the first in line to replace Cooper. And then I guess really... The proof will be whether Conroy makes the bench for Exeter or Harrison Mintern is recalled from Chippenham, which is quite plausible too. It would be plausible. However, Ben Garner has said today that he, he thinks Harrison Mintern will stay um, at Chippenham. He'd like him to stay at Chippenham along with a couple of others because he feels that he's, he's doing really well there, he's getting game time and Swindon don't want to disrupt that. So even though it's a possibility, I don't think it'll happen. I think Harrison Minton will stay at Chippenham until the end of the season. And what about Mandela Regbo? Well, we discussed this, didn't we, last week again? Things have changed. Things have changed. I was I was kind of thinking that at the back of my mind, but just at this moment in time, Rich, I don't think there'll be any news on that front. What gives you that inkling? Is it just purely the quotes from Friday? Just purely, or? Just purely Friday, yeah. I think that he's more focused on a move abroad than looking to stay in, in Swindon. Okay. He's been he's been at Swindon a good while though, hasn't he? He's been there since January, I believe. Uh, that's when he came back from the States. Uh, so he's been there since January, been training lots of Swindon Town. Uh, look, it's an option, but you also have the fear of 
bringing in a new player at this stage in a season. I know obviously January is not that far behind us, but bringing someone in now at such a crucial time in the season, there'd be a hell of a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, but if he's been around for three months, and some would say he's he's potentially been around longer, um, it's not like a free agent who's been sat at home watching Netflix for the last three months now going on park jogs. Um, he has at least been on site bonding with the squad and training alongside them. I don't know what else to say, Rich. It's <laughs> 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 just... Uh... Just got to see what happens. Uh, but at the minute, there's no news on that front. Sure. Okay. Well, at least Ben Garner is enjoying the season. He is. He is. I, I, do you know what? I, I wanted to put this question to Ben Garner because we sit there in these press conferences. We're typically all shattered on a Monday morning. Um, and we sit there and we, we talk to Ben Garner. It's very serious. And then there's a bit of glumness. And, and it's almost kind of like, you know, you feel like sometimes you, you've come to the the wake of someone that's passed away. Um, but it's football at the end of the day. And I know we're all passionate about it, but it technically is, you know, we say it's a game because it is a game. It's a very professional game. It's a very competitive game. It's a game that offers a chance of escapism for 90 minutes on a Saturday, but it's still fun. And I wanted to know if he's enjoying it. And he, as you heard him there, he says he is. It's enjoyable season. Um, lots of pressure because it's your profession. Obviously, your situation Swindon are in, but you're, you're absolutely loving it. And they love moments such as Saturday. Mm. Football was fun from somebody whose team lost against their rival 4-1 over the weekend. So, good Gosh. on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, moving well, on. You wanted uh, to swear at me then, didn't you? you to... <laughs> I did, but you never know who's listening. You, so. you, you really don't. You really don't. Okay. Well, there was, there was more love for Baudry in this conversation, wasn't there? Because... You know, I, I I always feel like we're kind of unfair. He's, he's such a lovely chap and he's so well respected internally from everything I hear. And he's had just an awful time with injuries. And he's had a great League One, League Two career, mostly League One. And every time we see him in, in the squad, there's this sort of cautiousness from the fan base. But he put in another good shift for Swindon and he seems to be well up for it and really enjoying his time. And I, judging by his social media output, I think he's retiring at the end of the season. I've got this inkling that, that you know, the end is nigh in terms of his career because he, he's just talking about how much he's enjoying just playing or he's not taking for granted playing on the pitch at the moment, which suggests he's not planning to do so for that much longer. But it's a huge few months for him potentially now. It'd be some way to go out, wouldn't it? You know, he, he's been there for all the highs, all the lows at Swindon Town over the past few seasons, promotion, relegation, everything in between. So what way would go out if he is going to retire with a with a promotion that nobody expected? Um, he is 34 years old. So typically for a centre-back, he's played a lot of games, a lot of injuries. It wouldn't be uncommon to see him retire, possibly many would place a bet on, on the fact that this will be his last season in football. But Ben Garner feels that he's going to be of some use towards the end of this season. Down to 17 available pros now. Um, obviously, of course, Harry McCurdy suspended, so that's another one out as well. So Matthew Baudry's experience is going to be just as valuable as how he actually gets on on the pitch. Um, he came on, he did really well, they felt, against uh, Bradford at the weekend. Had a big impact for Swindon Town. And, and as, as we discussed there previously, which I think he'll be in for a start on Tuesday against Exeter, what a start that'll have to be because they're no they're no walkover Exeter City. Absolutely not, which we'll we'll discuss a bit later on. There was 
discussion about the formation and Garner, to his credit, had to chop things up a little bit against Bradford because the initial plan wasn't working and then and then he sorted it out. What did Garner have to say about this? It was very much the question was posed about kind of how Swindon will now be able to adapt with the injury news to Tomlinson and Cooper because, of course, Tomlinson was in that left-back slot that then allowed Iandolo to play in that midfield three. Um, of course, Tomlinson could also play on the right as well. So it's really shaken things up. And for Tuesday, it'll have to be a formation that suits what we have available, said Ben Garner. So it might be possibly back to a back five. It might be something completely new. It might be a traditional 4-4-2. Who knows? Um, but that's how that's what they have to do. It looks like, by all accounts, that Swindon are going to have to change the way they're working at the moment to accommodate for these injuries and, and find the balance that also means they can they can beat Exeter as well. This press is quite funny because it's like bad news and then well this is positive. <laughs> so it's these sort of like we got Baudry, he did well, didn't we? It's like and now we move to Harry McCurdy's absence, which yeah. will no doubt be a significant loss. But again, as discussed previously, he's he needs an injection. So one assumes that they're gonna get that done ASAP now. You'd imagine so. That was all the talk, wasn't it, last week? Was that he has to have this injection at some point. He's been managing an injury in his ankle for a while. It looks like that will now take place because he's got to serve this two-game ban. Um, unfortunate, but as Ben Garner touched on in the press conference, it's that it is a quick turnaround now that Swindon have got. It's not like we're going to be waiting kind of Saturday to Saturday and then another Saturday, you know, you've already missed two weeks of football. Um, it won't it'll be this Tuesday, then Saturday, and, and then Harry McCurdy can come back. It's a very difficult one, isn't it? Ten yellow cards this season now for Harry McCurdy and, and anyone else you'd sit there and say, that's just not on. But <laughs> look how well he has played since the turn of the year. 15 goals in League 2 alone this season, seven assists. So it's kind of one of those, isn't it? You've got to just say, yeah, OK, we'll accept it. Do you think Swindon can confidently function without him? I think if you possibly had Louis Barry fit at the moment as well, yes. Uh, I think tomorrow will be a huge ask. I, I would actually be more tempted to say no at this moment in time just because how big a presence he is. And, and really, if you, you look at what Ben Garner said, um, it's the kind of that Harry McCurdy is, will be a loss for anyone in this division given the impact that he's having on 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 this season for Swindon Town. So he's a big loss, but it gives, of course, some other players a chance to step up. Yeah, sure. Well, it, it's, you know, he's in the form of his career and it's never... Fun to see him out, but we've got some big games coming up after the Oldham game too, so it'll be good to have him back. Ten away league victories this season, a brilliant achievement, and it's its usually automatic promotion form, that, isn't it? Away form such as ten league victories with still several still to play. It really has got us through this season, hasn't it? It has. The first club to do it in the league this season, Swindon Town, ten away league victories. Uh, what a nice one it was on Saturday. Ben Garner felt it was a really difficult game. Um, he was really pleased to actually win it in that manner. I'm sure some Bradford fans won't be too happy with him saying that. But uh, to win it with the last kick of the game was was a massive thing for Swindon. And it's a very motivating factor now to go to know that if Swindon can win their next game, they'll, they'll well, if things fall their way, they can go into the top three. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's massive these away league victories. Of course, you look back at the start of the season, we went on that run, didn't we? And we kind of defied all the odds and it was like, oh, can we go the whole season? We didn't, but it's still been some some away form. Unfortunately, the home form hasn't been there, which is why we're not in the automatic spots. Yeah, OK. Well, let's, let's talk about 
the game against Exeter City on Tuesday night against Matt Taylor's Grecians. They've had an absolutely fantastic season and they do have two or three games in hand, but I can't figure out why they're only eighth. Looking at their form over the season, you know, there's seas of wins. And even when they're not winning their drawing, it just shows you how close it is up there. But they're having a little wobble at the moment. They could only draw at Bristol Rovers and they lost on Friday or last Friday against Mansfield Town 2-1. So it's it's a fixture that, well, they're just about to have three games on the bounce at home. So they could be well up there by the end of March. But we shall soon see and we'll see how this Swindon team can do against them. What what did Ben Garner have to say about Exeter City? Do you know what, Rich? There wasn't actually much said about Exeter City in the Exeter City pre-match press conference. I have to say, I think the news of kind of the injuries that, that has happened has kind of probably distracted a, a couple of kind of the quotes that we were hoping to get out of this press conference. Of course, it was, that was massive news. We can't sit here and say we have to speak about Exeter. Of course, we do to an extent. But he said, look, um, Exeter... Well, he didn't actually say much. <laughs> well, do thought, your jobs, journalists. I thought we had some quotes in there about ecstasy. <laughs> there wasn't really too much. Um, he, he did touch on the fact that, you know, going there tomorrow is going to be a very difficult game. Um, Exeter, of course, they are in this very good run of form at the moment. You touched on it there, didn't you, Rich? If we look since they beat us, which actually was only at the start of last month, um, they, they, they've then only lost once and... I don't know, is it a good thing or a bad thing that that was against Mansfield last Friday? So we're playing them possibly at the right time. Um, I don't really know, but Swindon are still in a good place. Ben Garner feels, despite the setbacks that they've had, um, they try to play about courage. And, and if we can do that, then we have a fantastic chance to win this game tomorrow. Guys, you've got to ask the questions here. It's, very, it's not hard, you know. <laughs> but then again, you could have just probably... Uh copied and pasted out of the uh, the one from the 5th of February. So I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you this time around. It's going to be a tricky one. We get to talk about how do you think Swindon will line up? And there are several changes to be made here. So, um, well, I might as well shove my hand into a hat full of names and just pull out. No. So let's do this side by side. So Jojo in goal. So Jojo, I actually am probably going to go for a back five. Uh, I think we'll see the back five return with Iandolo on the left wing back, Hunt on the other. Um, then O'Brien, Baldry and Odomeo. If fit, if fit. By all accounts, we've been, we, we, he wasn't told of an injury, so I'm going you to... You didn't ask, did you? Stuff. You didn't ask. <laughs> Injuries as a whole, okay? Come on, give us a break. It was it was our fate on a Monday morning, okay? <laughs> um, so five at the back, I'm, I'm going to go with. I yep. think in midfield, it'll be Reed. Aguar and Peng. Okay. And then up top, we'd have Davison, Williams, and possibly even a, even a start for Jada Mitchell-Lawson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The only other option you could do is in midfield. Payne steps up into the attack, so you'd have a, a front three of Williams, Davison, and Payne, and then have a midfield three of Aguar, Reed, and Fryan East. Yeah, that, I don't think Ryan East will come in. He hasn't played for a few weeks now, as he's not even getting on as a sub. Yeah. Someone that's not played much has got to come in, though. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Mitchell Lawson hasn't played that much recently either, has he? No, so it's going to be a strange one. What Do you, do you agree with that on the whole? 
Uh, well, I agree that all of them, bar de Mayo, are, are fit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, why not? We'll, we'll, we'll just have to see, won't we? I mean, it's going to be quite a few changes from when we played them a month ago. So hopefully that throws Exeter a wee bit because, well, to think, Alice Iandolo was on the bench for that game. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I think I think they'd probably go five, won't they, at the back? I do, I do possibly but then again we did that against them last time and it was it was okay and then we just fell apart at the end didn't we after we scored so I have no idea to be honest so yeah I agree but I, 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 I'm not in the mood to predict a result for this I was close to my 1-1 this weekend I hope you noticed I was elated to be wrong but I was very, I got, very close. I, got the, I got the result I just didn't get the score again yeah yeah you, you, you went for town win what about this time are you going for it no no, sorry to say, I think I'm. Uh, you know, I, I'd love the form to continue. I'd love us to kind of be in the top three by the end of the evening. For once, I'm the pessimist out of the both of us. A two nil Exeter win. Ooh, okay, one of those nights. Yeah, we are doing a Patreon watch along, and so far we've done two, and we've lost both of them. So that will be on par. <laughs> it is quite funny because I guess you guys come in with with questions already noted because. Mm. We've had key injuries, we've got suspensions, and bless you, you you don't live in the moment like the fans do as much because we're still asking them about prospect of promotion. If I was going over, I'd be like, are you kidding me? I've just lost a centre-back for the rest of the season. What are you talking to me about promotion for? <laughs> but he answered it nicely. He did answer it nicely. It was one of those questions that I think was pre, pre-noted, um, and it was a good answer. It was, it was more on the sense of, should Swindon Town achieve promotion, how would that rank as an actual achievement in Ben Garner's career and and also, you know, in actual probably the history of football? I felt he maybe got a little bit confused when he said I think it was pulled if it, if we pulled it off, it'd be one of the greatest achievements in the league. I think if Swindon pulled off promotion, it'd be one of the greatest achievements in the history of the EFL. Um not just not just this league. It, 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 you think of it, it's uh, yeah, definitely it, the club, definitely the club. Oh, the, the club, club, yeah, but yeah. I think on a wider scale of things, it is. It's a team that didn't have anyone pretty much for the start of the season. True, yeah. Um, then came in, favourites relegation. Imagine if they get promoted, that would be amazing. Ben Garner said that if it's pulled off, it's one of the greatest achievements in the league. We can't get too carried away with that. Um, but it's there for motivation. Um, of course, it, it doesn't matter how much motivation it is if, if we then go and lose tomorrow and then we lose after that. But... All Swindon Town can do is give their best, just like what our parents would say at sports evening, sports day, I should say. Is that what they say? When I was younger, they were like, destroy, destroy, kill no, the opposition. I, I, think, I think my parents knew I was crap at sports, so oh, they just said, do your best. Yeah, um, okay. Especially, any, I'm all right, rugby. I play rugby, that's good. Yeah, we um, like you anyway. Well, you know, nobody's perfect, Ryan, are they? So, um. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guess what this week brought? Um, last week... The fallout from the Bradford game brought something that I haven't noticed in ages. Um, Harry McCurdy put in a post on Instagram that got deleted. No, he does that all the time. Oh, he doesn't delete it. No, opposition <laughs> fans trying to put Swindon Town fans by referring to office quotes. Ah, okay. Oh, I was wondering. What, I was wondering where we were going. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that in around. ages. Where people think calling us the Swindon lot and slugs is a bad thing. We embrace that. We did well. We, we got the victory, didn't we? So we I think they were victory. just a little bit um, salty. Which, ah, that's what which, they say. Which, which nice to us, so there we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
we we take our five quid worth of damage. We take the Swindon lot. We take the Swindon slugs because that's what we are. I almost called the pod the Swindon lot, um, but went with the low strangers. I don't know what to say. Great. <laughs> I phased you. I phased you. That will that, that'll happen. That'll happen. There's another quote for you. I, it's a nice quick pod for us today, Ryan. I don't think there's anything else to cover other than let's see how Exeter goes. Yeah, well, we've spoken about pretty much everything apart from Exeter, haven't we? So don't worry. For Friday, we'll have lots and lots of quotes on Oldham, of course. And John Sheridan, pretty much exclusive. Well, that, was, that was pretty much it, yeah. That, it wasn't really as much Oldham. It was more, it was more the he who must not be named um, that we'll be talking about. What, what questions do you plan to ask Ben Garner about somebody he's never worked with? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is John Sheridan a fraud? I mean, <laughs> oh, look at this. <laughs> okay, well, on that bombshell... We say goodbye. Ryan, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much, Rich. The Low Strangers is an independent podcast and views given do not reflect those of Swindon Town Football Club. The intro music of the presser is by the amazing Drag Me Down, influenced by the great Matthew Kilford. And the podcast artwork is by Matt in Singapore. What a guy. Thanks for listening. Come on, Swindon. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hi, Ellis Pod fans. It's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy. Or even Steve McMahon. Perhaps you'd prefer to channel the power of McPlant like Darren Ward. Or maybe five chicken selects, one to enjoy for each time Ben Gladwin joined. Yep, there's one spare, but there's still time. And you don't need super scouts or data solutions to get your hands on any of these. McDelivery through the McDonald's app brings them all to you. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.